Well, good morning and welcome to Forever Evolving. I would just like to say I miss you guys. I haven't been on in a while. I had to take some time away to uh, restructure what it was that I was doing. But today I'm really excited that I have an opportunity to come on and share with you today seven ways to reduce everyday stress. We know that in the course of our lives, every last one of us have dealt with stress in some way or another. And many times stress doesn't look like stress because it doesn't impact us in a way that look visible. We're going to talk about some um, signs of when you feel like you may deal, be dealing with um, levels of stress. We're going to be talking about acute symptoms, um, physical symptoms, emotional and cognitive symptoms, and behavioral symptoms. And then as we go into that, we will begin to start talking about um, seven ways to reduce that. Because we want to be able to reduce it. And if you think about everything that have went on in the last year with the pandemic, we've had a lot of losses in our lives, whether it was family, friends, coworkers, or just people that we were close to, um, which increased our level of stress. People lost jobs, um, people, um, um, you know, children were out of school, um, parents had to learn how to teach in home versus the kids being directly physically in school. So that really increased the stress. Um, and I thought about that. I said, you know, if this would have happened during a time when I had small children, I don't know what I have been able to do. So I take my hat off to those parents that really stood in the gap for your children. And, and I know that wasn't always easy, but you were able to get through that process. So again, let's look at some symptoms of stress. So when you think about stress, it is one way that our bodies respond to day-to-day -day struggles. And also when you look at it, the demands of life, we have a lot of demands. Some of us um, work, we go to school, um, we are involved in church activities, we, um, you know, you have children. I mean, just a lot of demands that you sometimes have this place upon your life. A little bit of stress can be healthy. And we know that because it gives us warnings. It lets us know um, when we need to slow down. Um, it lets us know that if we are becoming too um, stressful, it's like a red light indicator. It's like ding, 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 letting you know, okay, you're starting to become too stressed. And then also it keeps us healthy. It keeps us, us alert and productive. So sometimes you may have a deadline and you may have procrastinated or um, you had a deadline and it you become stressful to the point where you know, I have to get this done. That could be a level of good stress because it's letting you know, I have to make sure that I take care of this. However, when we experience too much stress, it can result in serious physical, emotional, and behavioral symptoms. 
And again, we're going to talk about those today. So the acute symptoms, symptoms that occur before or during a stressful situation. So physical symptoms, it could be asthma, headaches, migraines, back pain. It could be nausea, sweating. It could be chest pains or fatigue. So again, we don't relate these symptoms to, hmm, I could be up under some stress. Because a lot of times when we think about stress, we just think about, you know, being tired or overwhelmed or frustrated. But these are some physical symptoms that you want to think about. Then we have emotional and cognitive, negative, cognitive, I'm sorry. We have worry. We have irritability. We have anger, loss of motivation, difficulty concentrating, mood instability, decreased sex drive memory problems. So these are emotional and cognitive symptoms. Again, that sometimes people don't relate to stress. Loss of motivation. Sometimes people just think, you know, I just don't have the motivation to do it. Well, it can be two things. It can be, well, a couple of things. It can be stress. It can be depression. Um, could be a many of different things. But again, some of these are just symptoms to let you know, like I talked about the red light indicator, that you may want to pay attention. Um, difficulty concentrating, that's a big one. You know, not being able to focus, uh, not, you know, finding yourself being distracted all the time. That could be a level of stress. Worry is a level of stress. Find yourself just worrying all the time. Worrying is not healthy. It's not good for the body. It's not good for your soul. Not good for your mind. And it causes a lot of physical problems. Um, behavioral. These are things that you can pay attention to, um, especially when you're dealing with um, children. Um, it could be some nail biting. Constant thoughts about stressors. Restlessness teeth grinding, disrupted sleep, diet and exercise, interpersonal conflict. So if you find yourself having conflict all the time to the point where it is breaking down relationships in a way that it didn't or it wasn't impacting your relationships in the way that it is, that can be too stress. Social withdrawal, just not wanting to be around any anybody not want to participate in events that you might have um, participated in. Substance use, you know, using drugs and abusing alcohol. Um, um, overeating could be, uh, you know, uh, a drug because you're eating. It's called emotional eating where you're eating just to be eating. You're eating to try to prevent you from feeling. That could be a sign of stress. And then procrastination procrastinating, not getting things done in the manner that you know that you should. So let's talk about some chronic symptoms. These are um, symptoms that happen when the stress becomes so magnified. So we talked about the physical, we talked about the emotional and cognitive, we talked about the behavioral. And when all these things become intensified, it becomes chronic which means it causes some chronic symptoms. 
And these are um, due to long-term stress where you don't get the help that you need in order for you to reduce the level of stress. Again, I want to say stress can kill you. And a lot of times people don't relate it to, oh, stress can't kill me, but it can. Because if it become long-term, it can become chronic and it can cause heart disease, anxiety disorders, skin diseases, depression, memory impairment, substance use, which you, if you become so addicted to the point you can overdose and it can kill you, sleep disorders, weakened immune systems, poor diet and exercise. So there is just some um, basic information about symptoms of stress. So if you find yourself dealing with these type of symptoms, you may want to reach out for help. You know, you can call and um, talk to you a counselor, therapist. You know, a lot of times we, especially in the black community, we really have a hard time with reaching out and getting that additional help. If you have um, a pastor, do pastoral counseling. You know, someone that can help you to manage your stress. Um, and if it's chronic, you really, at that point, you may have to um, talk to someone that you can get um, some medical help. And so it just depends on where you are in that level of stress for yourself. And again, don't, don't um, feel bad or shame that you have to reach out and ask for help. I believe that's the best thing that you can do for yourself. And it's called self-care, being able to, to take care of yourself, taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. You want to be able to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, guess what? You're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. So reducing the everyday stressors in your life. Again, I gave you the symptoms of stress and how can we reduce this? Reducing everyday stress in your life while life occasionally throws some significant curveballs at you is often not the big stressors that rob you of your happiness, of your productivity. It's the little annoyances, things that seem like it shouldn't bother you, but it does, and you allow it to build up. We get used to these minor inconveniences, these frustrations, but that does not mean they are not having a big impact on your life. Okay. So number one, you want to identify the stress and the things that's causing you stress in your life. Sit down and make a list of everything that creates any level of stress on a regular basis. Now we know we have some forms of stress, but I'm talking about on a regular basis. What is causing you stress on a regular basis? Keep a small, a small notebook and write it down. You know, every day things come up. You're saying, mm, this continues to cause me stress. Write it down. Be sure to record it every weekday and weekend. The weekend is likely to have some stressors that a normal Weekday does not. So keep a tab of what's going on with your body. 
pay attention to those signals that tell you something just ain't right. Number two, you want to start at home. Identify everything in and around your home that you find is bothersome. Why is it bothering you? It could be a hole in your um, backyard fence or the ugly painting on your walls that you've been telling yourself that you want to get done and just not have made the time to do it. Maybe your car needs some repairs and that's causing you some stress. Maybe your kids are um, not living up to the expectations that you expected that may be causing your stress, some things that may they may have um, got themselves involved in. And not just your smaller children. It can be your adult children. You know, maybe your adult children, someone, they may be um, experiencing a sickness or um, they lost a job or they may be homeless or um, just many different things that your adult children can be experiencing that's causing you a level of stress. Make, again, a list of all of these things, put them in logical orders, and you will be surprised how much of these stressors start off little that have built up in your life. Number three, take a look at your work because that can cause a level of stress. Work is often um, a source of stress because either one, we haven't been able to set boundaries or two, we have um, overloaded ourselves with tasks and assignments and that is creating a level of stress or three, we just have too much on our plate. Look at what stresses me out at work. Who stresses you out? Because sometimes it may not be the amount of work that you're doing, but it can be the people and the environment that you work around. So you want to take a look at that. What causes you the greatest amount of stress on your job? You spend a lot of time um, every day at work. I know for me, I spend eight hours a day at work. So that's half of my day. It's only 24 hours in a day. And so you want to start looking at what do I need to do, especially if you in like management or you're a director um, in um, a higher um, level of leadership, you have to learn how to pass the baton. You have to delegate tasks. Even if you feel like, uh, I don't want to do this, you want to be able to delegate because what delegation does is reduces the amount of tasks that you would have to do because you've delegated to someone else. Is there a, a time where you can spend less time with the people that is creating the stress in your life? Do you need to find a new position at your company or outside of your company? Or, you know, taking a look at setting a goal for yourself and saying, I'm going to give myself six months to a year and I'm going to transition to something that I enjoy doing. Because a lot of times people are working, but they don't enjoy what they do. One thing that I'm finding, I enjoy the work that I do. Not saying that it doesn't have challenges, but I enjoy the work that I do. I enjoy the work that I 
am doing as I work towards getting my clinical mental health license. And now I'm doing an intern and I'm counseling others. I enjoy that. I enjoy being an academic success coach at my um, eight to five job where I'm helping um, students to um, achieve their goals in their educational endeavors. I enjoy doing that. I enjoy doing the things that I do at my church. I enjoy um, being able to lead um, women's groups and helping people to overcome um, loss or grief or low self-esteem or envy or jealousy, just healing of the mind and the emotions and um, you know, just physical healing. I enjoy doing those things. Do I get tired? Yes, but I enjoy what I do. So it's better to enjoy to do what you do than to do something you don't enjoy because that would take your stress level all the way up to a 10 because you're not going to enjoy going to work. You're not going to enjoy getting up because it costs you a level of stress. Number four, consider the people in your life. Look at the people outside of your work. Do you have a friend or family member that stresses you out? Take a hard look at your relationships and think about what you can do to enhance the challenging areas. So it's not always getting rid of people that you have in your life. It's just learning how to have those tough conversations. If you are finding yourself being more stressed out in a relationship, you want to evaluate that relationship. And you want to ask yourself, what is it that I can do different in this relationship? Or is this other person willing to change? Who is your tribe? Who is the people that you have in your life that not only hold you accountable, but they push you and they encourage you? You know, sometimes we have people in our lives that they stress us out because they don't have our back or they don't have our best interests at heart or um, they do more harm in the relationship than good. So then you want to evaluate, why am I here? I did a session um, on last year and I talked about, you got to know where you fit. You have to know where you fit in relationships. You have to ask yourself, now, is this a relationship? Is just a networking relationship? Is this a friendship? Is this a business acquaintance relationship? Is this my sister friend? You have to know where you fit. And I gave um, an example of when I thought I was building a relationship with someone and all along, it was just a networking relationship. And they made that clear that this is a networking relationship. And you know, it kind of, it bothered me because I'm thinking, here I go, thinking that this is a relationship and all along um, I thought I was building a relationship and really all along I was just, it was just a, a relationship. It was a networking relationship. And so you want to find out, good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Dawn. So glad you guys could join us. And Dawn said here, stress can kill you. You are so right. It really can. Self-care is important, extremely important. So we want to make sure that we practice these things because if we don't, guess what? As Dawn talked about, it can kill you. 
So um, let's uh, go to number five, financial pressures. Now, this is a big one, especially during this time. Oh, this is a big one of um, financial pressures. And why it's a big one? Because so many people have lost their jobs. So many people um, even going back to work, they have to try to play makeup because they've lost a, a certain amount of income. And so this can really take your stress, I mean, really to a point where you don't start lashing out at others, you're frustrated, um, you're depressed, you have anxiety because you don't know how you're going to pay your bills. This is like, to me, a red light indicator. Then maybe you need to go and find someone that you can talk to, a professional, as I talked about earlier, find a therapist um, that you can talk to. If you have a spiritual advisor, talk to someone that can give you some methods that you can use to reduce that stress or even give you some resources or referrals of places that you may want to go to get you some um, personal um, what I was personal um, resources, like if you need um, help with your rent, if you uh, need personal needs, you know, get with people that can help guide you until you get out of that season in your life. Financial struggles are a common stressor. They might even be the most common stressors as I talked about. Regardless of your financial situation, if you're feeling stressed, the solution is generally, generally to either make more money or spend less. And sometimes it don't have anything to do with spending um, money. It's just that you lost your job. And again, we know that these are tough times. We sometimes in the process of getting ourselves back to where we need to be financially, we have to uh, eliminate some of our expenses. You have to look at what's important. What's important for me right now? Okay, do I actually need to have all the, you know, the um, tools on my phone that I really don't need? Do I need to have, um, do I need to go and spend a bunch of money um, vacationing until I can afford to really do what I need to do. Many times, thank you, Don. I, I thank you for um, saying that you love my blouse. Thank you. So many times we can take little small getaways and that will hold just as much memories than if we went to Vegas. Now, I'm not saying that you don't deserve to go to Vegas or Hawaii. It's just you have to know what is the right time for you and if you have a family for your family. So in the meantime, you want to think about some little um, spots that you can go to. Like with me and my husband today, we're going down to Detroit to visit one of um, his friends that he was in the service with. So that's a little getaway, but it's something that we're going to enjoy. We get to ride down to Detroit together. Last week, we went down to Nashville because my daughter uh, was renewing her vows and she had a um, birthday celebration. So even though it didn't require us spending a whole lot of money, we still had time to spend with our family. We had time to spend with one another, driving down, laughing, listening to music. So it's a little, lot of little spots that you can go to. 
just to get away to reduce that stress. So you won't be feeling like, you know, right now we don't have a lot of money, so um, we can't do anything because some places don't require a whole lot of money. Okay, so, and then finding ways to create income. You know, nowadays, um, one income is not enough. You know, we have to look at creative ways that you can um, have several streams of income. Right now, I work and I make pretty good money on my eight to five job at Lansing Community College. But guess what? I decided to go back to school so I can get my clinical mental health license because I can fall back on that. That'd be something and that's something that I enjoy. So that's going to give us another level of income. You know, so and then my husband is working on some things that bring in um, some um, extra income. So therefore, you have extra income when you can do some things that you really want to do and things that you enjoy to do. The last one we're going to talk about. Thank you, um, Teresa. Awesome. You said thank you. The last one we're going to talk about is sleep well and exercise. So important. And we don't have to kill ourselves trying to exercise, right? We can take a little small walk. We can get up and walk around our home. Just starting off gradually. Exercise and sufficient sleep can greatly increase your resistance to stress. Notice how a small child's ability to deal with stress is altered by being tired. It's no different for adults. Get your sleep and exercise regularly. You'll feel less stress and be in a better position to deal with stress when it occurs. If you are so tired, that's going to give you a level of stress when you go to work. You're not going to be able to function in the way that you need to. You're not going to be able to create the environment that you need to create, especially if you are on any position of higher level of management. It can be CEO, it can be director, you can own your own business, it can be president over your company, it can be manager. Um, all those positions require thought, time, it requires strategy, it requires um, being very um, pre precise in what you're doing. And so if you are not mentally and emotionally prepared to do what you need to do. You can't really strategize in the way you need. You, it even messes up your focus. It's hard for you to focus when you're stressed. And then guess what? Your employees pick that up. They can sense that something just ain't right. So you want to make sure that um, you are, first of all, taking care of yourself because, again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you're always stressed out, you're going to say things that you don't mean. You're going to snap at people that don't deserve that. You're going to have breakdown in your relationships with your family, your spouse, your friend, your significant others. It's just not a good thing. So that's why, again, as Dawn talked about, practicing self-care is so important. It's easier said than done. So you want to make sure one of the things that I did on this year, I made sure during the pandemic, I really was able to look at what I need to keep in my life and what I need to get rid of. 
and I started um, doing some house cleaning. I'm not talking about in my physical house, but house cleaning far as um, some of the networks um, that I was involved in, um, what I was going to participate in and what I was not. Because I found that I was just doing a lot of things that really wasn't putting me in the position that I needed to be in. And it was causing me un it was causing me stress that I didn't need. And so for me, the older that I get, the more I have to make sure that I balance out my life, that I make sure that um, I got um, relationships in my life that are um, meaningful, you know, not just a give, give, give kind of relationships, but it's a give and a take. I have to make sure that I'm not overly supporting, but I am being able to give support in different ways. And support can mean, mean different things. You can support someone by attending their event. You can support someone by giving them encouragement. You can support someone through your prayers. That's a big one right there. You can support someone by monetary. It's many ways. You may not be able to support someone by showing up to the event, but you can say, hey, I want to sew into your event. I want to, you know, uh, sponsor someone or I want to give you $25 or $10, whatever it is that you feel like it's according to your budget. But whatever it is, you are supporting in that way, especially if there are people that you say that you care about. And so everyday stressors never let up. They continue to take a toll day after day until you give yourself some relief. We tend to tolerate too much in our lives and consequently experience more stress than necessary. Examine every aspect of your life every day. And then as you examine it, then start making some corrections. And it doesn't mean the corrections is a bad thing. Corrections are good. And once you do that, you'll be glad that you did because you'll find yourself feeling more uh, appreciative. One of the things that I thought about on last year, I was so busy that I could not enjoy the benefits of my business. I couldn't enjoy it because I was too busy just giving out, giving out, giving out that I could not enjoy the benefits of looking back and seeing what God had allowed me to do with the gifts that he has given me. Hi, Colleen. Prayers are the best support. You are so right. Thank you, cousin, for coming on. I'm so excited that you are on today, and I hope you're feeling better. So um, on today, I just wanted to really um, talk about, you know, seven ways that we can reduce our stress level. And I will come on um, once a month um, and sharing educational information, things that I feel like that we can benefit from. So I hope that you would join me. I don't have any certain day that I come on um, during the month, but I will always have a post up on my Facebook page. If you need any additional information, don't hesitate to go to my website at www dot forever evolving um, services. Please go to my website. Um, also, if you know of anyone that is in need of any um, counseling, send them my way. Right now, I am in the midst of my internship 
and I am doing um, counseling. A lot of my counseling that I do is free, but if you have insurance, um, we can bill your insurance as well. But if you don't, don't worry about it. I provide a free service service for, for those, especially that do not have insurance. Um, so check me out again um, on my um, webpage. Again, you go to www.forever.evolving.services. Um, look forward to seeing you all. Is uh, anything that you would like to add before we close? Because your comments are very important. Um, if you could just share with me one thing that you got from this session today, um, I would be extremely grateful for that because I always want to make sure that people are getting, getting something from what it is that I'm sharing with them. So one thing from that you can share today, Colleen and Teresa and Dawn, that um, we can share with those that are viewing on today. One thing about um, stress or how um, you could reduce the level of stress that you may have experienced in your own personal life. Anyone wanna put a comment up? Teresa said again, uh, let me see if we have any new comments on here. All right, so thank you ladies. I will see you all um, on next month. I'll come back on and um, I hope you have the continued of your weekend. Enjoy it. Get you some self-care and um, make sure you get you some plenty, plenty, plenty rest. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.